Welcome back to the Hemming Brainiac podcast for a few more poems. We're talking about A.E., um, also known as George William Russell, and we're talking about T. Sturge Moore. Swim says to the mum she says, I wholeheartedly agree with taking a break until March once we finish up Book of Verse. Good. That's all I need, Swim. That's all I need to declare February a podcast slash Hemingway list reading free month. Uh, it'll do us all the world of good. We're stubborn folk. We're definitely going to finish this list. There's no doubt about it. Um, but we're also we know when we know when a break would do us good. Um, so that's what we'll do. George William Russell, says Swim, was an eminent Irish poet, painter and essayist who wrote with the pseudonym A.E. He was a political activist and a key figure in the Irish literary renaissance. The famous pseudonym by which Russell is known came from an experience when he was painting a vision scene and heard the whispered word Aeon. Soon afterward, he glanced at an open book in a library and the same word caught his eye. He found that Aeon, or Aeon was a Gnostic term for the first created being. Russell began using Aeon and then A.E. or A.E. to sign manuscripts. Thomas Sturge Moore was a poet, author, playwright, wood engraver and critic. He was good friends with William Butler Yeats. That always helps, doesn't it? All right, that's our poets. We have got eight poets left, including the eighth one being simply anonymous. And, um, well, I guess the question is, how many poems are under the the heading anonymous? Are there any? I'm not sure that there are. Anyway, I can't see any under the title anonymous. So maybe there is only seven left. But those seven are spread along just eight pages. We've got eight pages left. So we're going to finish it tomorrow night. We're going to do four now and the remaining ones tomorrow night. And then we have a break. It's going to be awesome. So Francis Thompson, born 1859, died 1907, and the poem is called The Poppy. Somerset lip to earth's bosom bare and left the flushed print in a poppy there. Like a yawn of fire from the grass it came and the fanning wind puffed it to flapping flame. With burnt mouth red like a lion's it drank the blood of the sun as he slaughtered, sank and dipped its cup in a purpurate shine when the eastern conduits ran with wine. Till it grew lethargied with fierce bliss and hot as a swinkit gypsy is, and drowsed in a sleepy savageries with mouth wide apart for a sultry kiss. A child and a man paced side by side, treading the skirts of eventide, but between the clasp of his hands and hers lay felt not twenty withered years. She turned with the rout of her dusk south hair and saw the sleeping gypsy there and snatched and snapped it in swift child's whim with keep it long as you live to him and his smile as nymphs for 
from their laving mirrors, trembled up from a bath of tears, and joy, like a mew sea rock apart, tossed on the wave of his troubled heart, for he saw what she did not, that as kindled by its own fervency, the verge shriveled inward smoulderingly, and suddenly twixt his hands and hers, he knew that twenty withered years, no flower but twenty shriveled years, was never such thing until this hour, low to his heart, he said the flower of sleeping brings wakening to me, and of oblivion memory, was never this thing to me, he said, though with bruised poppies my feet are red, and again to his own heart, very low, O child, I love, for I love and know, but you who love nor know at all the diverse chambers in love's guest hall, where some rise early, few sit long, in how differing accents hear the throng, his great Pentecostal tongue, who know not love from amity, nor my reported self from me, a fair fit gift is this, Mesimes, you give the withering flower of dreams, O frankly fickle, O fickly true, do you know what the days will do to you? Do your love and you what the days will do? Oh, frankly, fickle and fickly true. You have loved me fair three lives or days. T'will pass with the passing of my face. But where I go, your face goes too, to watch lest I play false to you. I am but, my sweet, your foster lover. Knowing well when certain years are over, you vanish from me to another. Yet I know and love like the foster mother. So, frankly fickle and fickly true, for my brief life while I take from you this token, fair and fit, me seems, for me this withering flower of dreams. The sleep flower sways in the wheat its head, heavy with dreams, as that with bread. The goodly grain and the sun-flushed sleeper, the reaper reaps in the time the reaper. I hang amid men my needles ahead, and my fruit is dreams, as theirs is bread, and the godly men and the sun-hazed sleeper, time shall reap, but after the reaper... The world shall glean of me, me the sleeper. Love, love, your flower of withered dream, in levered rhyme lies safe, I deem, sheltered and shut in a nook of rhyme from the reaper man and his reaper time. Love, I fall into the claws of time, but lasts within a levered rhyme all that the world of me esteems, my withered dreams, my withered dreams. Henry Cust, Cust, C-U-S-T, Henry Cust, 1861 to 1917, which is confusing because I thought this book was published in 09, or was it 19, might have been 19, non nobis, not unto us, O Lord, not unto us the rapture of the day, the peace of night or love's divine surprise, his heart, high speech, high deeds, mid honouring eyes, for at thy word all these are taken away. Not unto us, O Lord, to us thou givest the scorn, the scourge, the scar, the ache of life, the loneliness of death, the insufferable sufficiency of breath. And with thy sword thou piercest very far, not unto us, O Lord, nay, Lord, but unto her be all things given, my light and life and earth and sky be blasted, but let not all that wealth and of loss be <coughs> excuse me, wasted. Let hell afford the pavement of her heaven. Catherine Tienen Hingston, born 1861, sheep and lambs. All in the April morning, April airs were abroad. The sheep with their little lambs passed me by on the road. 
The sheep with their little lambs passed me by on the road, all in an April evening. I thought of the Lamb of God. The lambs were weary and crying with a weak human cry. I thought of the Lamb of God going meekly to die. Up in the blue, blue mountains, dewy pastures are sweet. Rest of the little bodies, rest for the little feet. Rest for the Lamb of God up on the hilltop green. Only a cross of shame, two star crosses between. All in the April evening, April airs were abroad. I saw the sheep with their lambs and thought of the Lamb of God. And Frances Bannerman, who doesn't have any dates associated with her. An upper chamber, or him. Frances, maybe him or her. I came into the city and none knew me. None came forth, none shouted, here he is. Sorry, he is here. Not a hand with laurel would bestrew me, all the way by which I drew anear, night my banner and my herald fear. But I knew where one so long had waited in the low room at the stairway's height, trembling lest my foot should be belated, singing, sighing for the long hour's flight toward the moment of our dear delight. I came into the city when you hailed me, Saviour, and again you, your chosen Lord, not one guessing what it was that failed me while along the way as they adored, thousands and thousands shouted in accord, but through all the joy I knew I only how the hostel of my heart lay bare and cold, silent of its music, and how lonely. Never, though, uh, sorry, never, though you crown me with your gold, shall I find that little chamber as of old. Or we are one single solitary day away from finishing this book of verse, and that is an amazing effort. Um, Alright, well, I'll see you tomorrow for the last one. Good night.